morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Friday, July 22nd, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone, welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bolger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to look again at the passage from John's Gospel, but before that, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, as we end this week, may we find rest in you. May our Sabbath be a time of worship a time of renewal, a time of community. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Listen to John 20, verses 19 through 31. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But Thomas said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Tara, for our Friday fun question, what is one thing that you do that makes you think, man, I'm getting old. Well, Brett, you young person, you, most of the things I do don't make me think, man, I'm getting old. They make me think, man, I'm old. (laughs) Um, But recently, I think I told you this already, but on Sunday mornings, I listen to music getting ready um, for, to come into church. And last week I went onto Spotify and I was like, Let's hear some Battle Hymn of the Republic played on an organ. And, um, and I will say, I thought, man, I'm getting old, but I, it was fine. I, I was totally happy with my choice and where I'm at. It doesn't have to be a bad thing right. when you think that. Yes. Um, so, 
What about you? It's hard to narrow hard it down to, to one one thing. Um, Brett is an old man trapped gonna, in a young person's body, say, y'all. But the first one that came to mind was when uh, it's just every time you come to my office and you're like, "Why are you sitting in the dark?" Yeah, Brett's like, "Well, the depression might come around again, and I got to save my light bill." Uh, keep he all, just sits in the dark. Keep all the lights up off upstairs, but. Um, probably, probably one pretty recently is I've found that, um, it's a recent thing that when I'm sitting next to a group of teenagers who are, uh, just laughing and enjoying themselves, you know, enjoying life. And I'm just like, gosh, that's the most annoying sound in the entire world. Uh, <laughs> just, people just, happy just, really just this, chaps this me. teenagers having fun is just really annoying me right now. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. I, another thing that made me think I'm getting old is like um, last week we had a funeral. And so we only have so many parking spaces in our parking lot. And I saw a group of like young boys park in our parking lot and they were going to head downtown and I went flying out of my office hey 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 you can't park here um it was very much like get off my lawn vibes I was gonna say did you have curlers in your hair and a robe on when you yelled at them sadly no but uh you can make sure that the people for our funeral have parking spaces (laughs) oh but to our to our scripture um the last line of the passage is that the story is told so that we may believe and have life in Jesus name what does that mean, or, or how, how do you interpret that? I really just want to say, I don't know, and hand it over to you. <laughs> but that seems like a dirty trick. Um, you know, the, John, the author of John's Gospel, is very clear that his one goal is he wants people to know that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, God with us. And also for that, his belief is that if you, if you can really grasp that, your whole life will change. Your, your whole life will no longer be your own. You will be living for Christ in the world. Um, and, you know, this idea of having life in Jesus' name, I really think means that there is a purpose and a joy to living in the ways that Christ has called us to. Doesn't mean there won't be pain, doesn't mean we'll get everything we want, but there is a real sense of peace and joy and restfulness to our spirit that can change our whole quality of life. And I think that's really what John wants for all people. I think it's what Christ wants for us. Um, So I I think that's a bit of what it gets at. Mm -hmm. What do you think? I think that it's, you know, I think that one of the things that changes us more than anything else in the world um is is the stories and experiences of others uh getting getting to hear those and for me that's what i often think of scripture is that it's an it's an authoritative uh, look at people's stories and experiences with god uh and so when reading through the old testament or reading in the new testament we're, we're hearing and studying these stories of people's experiences with God uh, and and hearing those changes me just as hearing your experience with God changes me but there's something about the gospels um, of the interaction with the word of God the incarnation of God and Jesus Christ uh, that I think moves us just a little bit more uh, typically that 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 close revelation with God's self in Jesus Christ and that's what the Gospel of John is presenting in such a theologically intricate beautiful wonderful way 
is is what uh, it's like to experience Jesus Christ and what that means in our lives. Uh, and this pericope, this little story that we've read about Thomas is one of the many stories that uh, I think it, it penetrates my life probably more more than some of most of the stories in the Gospel of John, uh, which I think is okay that there are stories that touch us uh, in deeper ways. Um, well, I think that's why there are so many. Yeah, Because absolutely. what touches you may not... Tell me why Thomas so much. I think Thomas touches, touches me, well, for so many different reasons, um, but I find... Uh, Thomas to to uh, be like me in that I have questions and I'm not easily convinced and I have a hermeneutic of skepticism when it comes to most things uh, in life from politics to religion to people <laughs> and 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 Jesus cuts through all of that uh, and transforms Thomas uh, and it's and it's all. Christ's work. Uh, it's all Christ. It's Christ showing up first. It's Christ reaching out to Thomas. Uh, and I think that that is what I've what I've known to be true in my life. Um, it's never me uh, reasoning out or thinking really hard. I'm not going to be skeptical, but it's it's a moving within my heart and my spirit that I know very clearly was not my own doing. Yeah, I find. You know, I think for some people, uh, they think the preacher is supposed to, like, convince people, Mm -hmm. right, into this life of faith. And I can't do that. I'm just not that good. And my life has very much modeled what we see in this story, I think, which was it was the work of the Holy Spirit that got me to faith. I should say not just the story, but the Holy Jones Gospel. It was the work of the Holy Spirit who got me to faith. And I had a very profound experience of Jesus is the Son of God. And right on the heels of that was, well, now that changes my whole life, doesn't it? And what I have discovered is I didn't have a lot of choice. Um, Everyone has choice. But when that happened for me, it was just a done deal. And then what followed on that is that I was going to you know, act upon it in the ways that I could. And what I have found is that life is richer than I had ever experienced, than I ever could have hoped for because of following in the way of Christ. Mm-hmm. And I, no one could have convinced me of that. It, in fact, it sounded like a hassle in a lot of ways. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it is very much true. And I've said this a million times, but every time someone passes away and there's this grieving family, I come to them and all I have are the words... Of Jesus, and I find myself thinking, "Man, I hope that's enough." And it always is. Hmm. That's what that life is for me. All right, friends, I'm going to leave you with the words of Catholic theologian Hans Urs von Balthasar. Man, my name sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Which is written: "What you are is God's gift to you. What you become is your gift to God." Let's use our gift wisely. Lovely. Mm. Thank the you. quotes were good this week. The I'm just going to say fantastic. it. <laughs> uh, which, uh, actually, that's a great point. Uh, if you are on uh, social media on our Instagram page, we post the quotes uh, now in a really lovely graphic, which uh, just lightens up my day when I see those and get a chance to read them. So follow uh, Rocket City Lift on Instagram if you want to see those quotes written out. 
now we hope you all have a safe and wonderful weekend. We'll be back again on Monday. Now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen. Amen.